Well, hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Madness of Mishi. I appreciate you joining me again here today for another episode. And as usual, I definitely love having you back because talking to you is therapy for me. I have a few things I want to discuss today, so let's jump right in here, shall we? So I'm over here, of course, on Facebook, minding my own business, and I see court says Alpharetta can ban Confederate flag and veterans parade. I had to do a pause because I'm so over this Confederate flag. This flag should have been banned eons ago. This flag is a clear sign or symbol rather of racism in America. It's always been a clear sign of racism in America. The Civil War in which the Confederates were in was because of slavery because of racism in America the whole Civil War was about racism in America and the Confederacy hence the Confederate flag waved this flag very proudly because they wanted to keep slavery in place they wanted to keep the same antiquated racist system in place and they waved this Confederate flag proudly while trying to do so. They were dead set against the, aboli the abolishment of slavery. They were dead set against abolitionists. They were dead set against anybody who thought that blacks in America were not property and should be free and able to work and be productive members of society. They stood strongly and firmly behind this Confederate flag. And so now in 2021, you are just banning this flag from a veterans parade. Because, you know, blacks haven't been serving in the armed services since the Civil War. You know, that they weren't. that sarcasm of course so for this flag to still be being able to be waved any place speaks multitudes my 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 problem with this flag is that you guys don't have a problem with voicing your opinion when it comes to the American flag which the American flag is supposed to represent all nationalities, races, color, and creeds in this country. But it has been used against many, many ethnicities while being waved in the conjunction with this Confederate flag. So, there is a thin veil between the American flag and the Confederate flag. 
And I say that because the people who are typically so proud to wave the American flag are racist. And that's real. And they tend to wave both of these flags. They do. And they support the Confederate flag. But I'm like, do you know what it means to support the Confederate flag? Do you, flag? Do you really know what it means? It means you are really against anybody who is not white, Anglo-Saxon, Caucasian, or whatever race you want to, to deem this flag is appropriate for. It's not appropriate for any other race, color, creed, or nationality because, frankly, they don't give a fuck about us if they wave this flag. And that's real. So you mean to tell me in 2021, somebody actually took it to court to fight for the white to wave this wave this confederate flag and they won in a veterans parade at that have you no respect you guys want everyone to respect the american flag and i do i don't burn it i don't do derogatory things to it i don't really prefer to salute it for many reasons that this country has shown me that it's really not in my favor like it should be and not in the favor of my people However, it is the flag of my country that I was born and raised in. So I don't have issues with this country. But I will gladly tell people, and I do tell people when they ask, that being a citizen of this country is not as easy as you think it is. Especially if you're a person of color. Especially if you're a black person of color, honestly. So when you ask someone that is a person of color, a black person of color... <clears throat> How we feel about flags waving in the, the sky. We all know that it's not a symbol that they really give a flying hoot nanny about us. I'm trying to stop cursing because I wanted to say something else. That they really don't care about us. And when I say they don't care about us, I mean racist, supremacist people. That's who I'm referring to. And I do talk about racism on this podcast. I do because it is rampant here. And a lot of people want to put this, these blinders on and act like it doesn't exist when it does exist for sure. And as a black person, I haven't experienced it a lot, thank God. But I've seen a lot that I should never have to witness if this country cared for people of color as a whole. But the Confederate flag more so shows how they don't give a rat's ass about people of color. That's for sure. So that's a definite they don't care about us. So like, yeah, I'm not keen on the, the, the Confederate flag. And I'm glad it got banned out of this parade. I don't think a veteran, veteran who has fought for this country should have to look at it. And let me read a little bit about this article because it seems like the people who wanted this flag to continue to be waived thought that their constitutional rights were being violated. Are you that pompous that you think that? They're waving this racist flag that your constitutional rights are violated? Your constitutional rights to be a racist should be fucking violated. Excuse my language. Now that makes me curse. Let me read it. It says, and this is coming from... WSB TV Atlanta Channel 2 
station. I'll link it as well. It says, Court flag says Alpharetta, Alpharetta can ban Confederate flag in Veterans Parade. A Georgia city did not violate the constitutional rights of a Sons of Confederate Veterans group when it banned the Confederate flag battle flag from its annual parade honoring veterans of American wars to a federal courts a federal appeals court ruled on Thursday Tuesday excuse me not Thursday so a whole group is of veterans who I clearly don't know any better wanted this flag to be waved and I'm like but they don't even respect you as a veteran I've seen that firsthand when my father was in his last days don't even get me started on that. That's another story for another day that I can speak on that's nothing but truth and what I've personally witnessed myself. So nobody could get mad at me for what I've experienced and witnessed myself. If I didn't, and if I was just making it up and speaking just willy-nilly, then that would be different, but I experienced it. So you can't tell me about my personal experiences and the way that America treats veterans in this country of all races. But you want to wave the Confederate flag. That's because it hasn't happened to you yet. And your ideals and your beliefs and the things that you support and stand by will be much different once it had. Because you haven't had these experiences, you stand by certain things and certain beliefs that you were raised behind because you haven't had those experiences. But your time will come. I can promise you that. You went to court to fight for a flag that many people had to look at while they were dying, being abused, beaten, mistreated. And you went to court to stand up for this flag because you have not had the misfortune of having the negative experience in this country yet. Oh, but you just wait. Because if you're a veteran, you're getting old and you're already old and your time will come. And if the time to come to reap what you saw for being a racist person comes when you're in the old age and you have to go into a veteran's hospital or a veteran's retirement home or whatever you want to call it, a nursing home, and you get a dose of what this country dishes out to veterans of all races because a lot of these nursing homes are not the best, well then you will reap what you sow. So I want to talk about the random fat girl hate that goes around on the internet that people seem to excuse and think it's okay because, well, it is fat girl. So I guess abusing them because they don't matter to you and you're not attracted to them is a-okay. Well, I am one of those fat girls who says it's the fuck not. I think the fuck not. And you kind of got me a little bit mixed up with somebody else. And let me tell you something. I'm fat, pure and simple, plain and simple. I've had weight loss surgery and I'm still fat. Weight loss surgery is not the end all be all and it does not automatically make you skinny. Now, it has worked for some people and it has made them slim, but it doesn't work for everybody. And I even had somebody that had the surgery take a little bit of a, a dig at me and say, oh, it doesn't work for everybody to one of her friends. And I'm looking at her like, no, 
that's not what it is it doesn't work the same for everybody so let's get that part real straight right fast because i think that people think and i've spoken on this before that weight loss surgery makes you automatically skinny that you can't gain weight back from it and none of that is true yes you can because during this pandemic which we are still in i did gain a little bit of weight back i'm not happy about it but i am definitely on the path to get it back off um i have to focus remain focused keep my energy up keep my exercise plans up and just you know really dig into it like i did when i first had the surgery and i'll get back to where i was now will i be slim no i will not be slim but just because i'm not slim because i had weight loss surgery doesn't mean that weight loss surgery didn't work for me i'll say that again because i think people have a little bit twisted people who are not doctors by the way and have nothing close to being a doctor don't have the knowledge of a doctor hell y'all ain't even pharmacy techs okay you know i have my license in that so please just be quiet about a lot of things that you really don't understand just because you feel like everybody's results should be the same as yours because they are not and they won't be okay so random person or friend of yours did have the same results as you i'm the friend who did not have the same results as you doesn't mean my journey failed so slow down on that but the random fat girl hate i'm discussing today is when fat girls are minding their business they're not thinking about you fat girls plus size women bbws whatever name you have for them us you can call it's up to you that's your point i'm still gonna say i'm a beautiful bomb ass goddess regardless of my size and you can't take that away from me no matter what name you try to give me but it'll be guys who will now nobody is thinking about them or talking about them or going after them or mentioning them or firing shots at them or any of that and they'll make a complete post and it says something about the type of women they don't like and it'll be a fat girl meanwhile fat girls are over here minding their business not thinking about that person not interested in that person not even remotely and don't want that person if they did want somebody it would not be you sir but you feel the need to go out of your way to do the random fat girl hate i don't understand it it's kind of like it's a deflection like are you doing that because you want to get the attention of fat girls or you want to take the attention off the negativities that you have surrounding you that people are focusing on and so you feel like oh well let's make a victim out of the fat girl because you know everybody hates them and let's pick at them or let's bring the attention to them or let's bring negative attention to fat shaming because you know that's rampant or what it is but i need you to pick a new hobby and i need you to pick a safe hobby because that's not it that's not a safe hobby for you sir it's too many confident plus size women out here that will chew you up and spit you out because you definitely wouldn't be a meal worth having okay so let's be crystal clear on that i need y'all to stop it i need you to pick a safer hobby i do i do because with me that has never worked and it never will you can't fat shame me 
I deal with body flaws of my own and people and women as a whole deal with body flaws no matter what size they are no matter how much work they've had done no matter how slim they are their fitness pros they still have body flaws because that's something that women deal with because of what society makes us feel as a whole it has nothing to do with how they look in general it's all internal and mental and emotional and then it could have something to do with how they look because they don't like their flaws or things that they feel are flaws. And they're constantly working on making sure that those flaws don't show up to other people. I mean, it's it's rampant in the in a in a community amongst women of all races and colors. It's not just a black girl thing. It's not definitely not just a white girl thing. It's not a Latina thing. Not a, a Asian thing. It's a woman thing. We all experience it. We all do. So like. Sir. Don't try to add to it. Because you have your own insecurities. That you're facing in another scenario. That's on you. You need to fix that within yourself. Or within your community. Or check somebody. Or whatever it is you need to do. But don't try to take it out on a person. That you think is the least favored. Which is the fat girl. Because that's not going to work out like you think it is and it's not gonna go like you think it's gonna go because when you encounter one like me and my competent friend sir you are gonna tuck your tail and run and you gonna wish you never had this definitely ain't what you want in more than one way you don't want me physically you don't want me mentally either honey because you can't handle it And this is not a neck rolling, finger snapping type of thing. It's just facts. Fat facts. If you will. This ain't what you want. And this ain't what you want in more than one way, sir. Back down. Okay, so you say you like younger women. I saw a post, Facebook strikes again, you know, it's always Facebook, on Facebook where this guy said, I am, he's basically was like, I like women that are, I think he said like 23 to like 30, and he was like in his 40s, and I was like, okay where's this post going and I couldn't figure out where it was going so one of his counterparts posted and of course co-signed with him and he was like yeah because I like younger women because he was like they listen and they're fun and they're this that and the third and he was saying all these things that women of all ages are so I kind of didn't get what his point was but I noticed men like that lack a lot of things that older women would require and younger women I hope you pay attention when these type of posts comes come up to the type of man that is saying it and what he lacks and the requirements that you should be seeking in a man and the requirements that will keep you fulfilled as a woman um 
and it's not just giving you money and paying all your bills because a lot of these men that are saying that may do this but they're still immature they still have a propensity to cheat and they just do a lot of things that little boys do that you are trying to get away from if you're trying to date an older man anyway so like be mindful of dating uh older man who only dates younger women he only dates younger women because he's trying to control them he thinks that you guys are stupid and naive and don't know any better he thinks you guys are more fun because you're younger he thinks that you guys will expect less because you're younger and it's a whole barrage of reasons why dating an older man when you're a younger woman and uh, it's an older man who only dates younger women is a cautionary tale it's a cautionary tale so you need to be mindful of that because look bruh is probably not on the up and up bruh is probably can't keep up with older women mentally emotionally financially or in any other way he's probably a cheater and thinks that you're too dumb to pick up on the fact that he's a cheater and he probably thinks that he'll be able to buy his way into doing whatever the fuck he wants to do because he's supporting you or giving you money which don't be fooled by that shit because money can't buy you love and that's serious um and he just he don't he's not all together like he may seem because he has a little bit of change because that like i said it's a little bit of change and to older women it's gonna be a little bit of change and we're not gonna be impressed by that so you have to think about why older women are not impressed with these men there is a reason there is a real reason women are intuitive and if we can see that this man is on some bullshit we won't deal with him so he feels like coming to younger women is going to be the answer listen fellas you can date whoever you want to date i don't care if you don't want to date me because i'm in my 40s that's on you because trust me it's 26 year olds beating down my door and knocking at my door and snipping around my door trying to get it so trust and believe i'm not worried about whether you like me because i'm older or not or getting a man because i'm older because that's not an issue it's once younger than the 26 year old i'm crazy about that's snipping around and i'm like no you're too young i'm not interested because you got a lot of growing to do and you should be able to grow with whoever you're with not somebody who's already reached that point past that point mature past that point and doesn't want to go back to that point which would be me so but listen if you choose to like old younger women that okay that's fine we older women are not out here crying because you decided you liked younger women and not them we are not hurting but you guys kill me when you go out of your way to make a post about it or say something about it as if you're pissing us off when you're really you're really not and it's like it speaks volumes for you if you want to make a woman feel insecure no matter what age she is if your goal and your intent is i'm gonna show off with this younger woman just to make these older women who didn't want me in the first place feel insecure well you fail buddy because if you must have missed it when i said these older women who didn't want you anyway was in there and that's real and if they did want you i'm glad they didn't get you because you would mean no good to anybody not even a younger woman and the older woman would probably soon find flaws in your my ring is just interrupting me my the older woman would soon find flaws in your makeup 
yeah, she'd find flaws in your makeup. And she'd see real fast that, yeah, um, liking him ain't such a good idea. And, uh, he ain't the one. And I'm gonna move forward. Yeah, that's what I'm gonna do. And, yeah. It wouldn't work out. It wouldn't go like you thought it was gonna go. That's real. It would not go like you thought it was gonna go. I don't understand. I just, I'm still baffled. By you thinking that we're going to be upset by you not liking us no sir you likely did us a huge favor and unfortunately the younger women a disservice by going over there on their side because we ain't checking for you boo that's what it is we're not checking for you so keep that stuff over that way because we don't want it and by you making posts in Facebook groups and on Facebook just speaks volumes about your maturity anyway. Because most people who deal with somebody don't want anything like that all over Facebook anyway because that sounds ignorant. Younger women, take heed, take caution, and pay attention, boo. Pay attention. So I don't like to get too excited about things and jump the gun, but I've had some exciting career changes lately. Well, exciting to me. They're probably like, okay, to everybody else, but to me, they're exciting. You guys know I love my job. I love it a lot. I hope to be there for the rest of my career, actually. I really feel like this is the place for me. I really feel like I found something I really, really love. And I want to be there for a while. Um, just trying to work out some quirks, some bumps in the road. Um, but I like the environment. I like the culture of my job and everything. It's really, really a place I'm happy at. So I recently was trained for something else. And I'm excited to learn new things, as always. And I'm excited to branch into another area of my career that I can add to my um, resume. Even though I'm not going anywhere, I don't plan on going anywhere. That I can just have under my belt. I really love being a, a Jill of all trades. And I definitely get that from my father because he could do anything. And I want to be the type of person that I have certificates and degrees and things and everything. Getting a degree is not as easy as I thought, even though I'm only a few credits away from my bachelor's. But it takes money. It, money can stop a lot of dreams from coming true, and that's real. It really can. But I'm trying to get to where I can get around that. Um, I haven't tried as hard as I know I can to get around that, but I'm going to because I'm too intelligent not to have the paper to back up my intelligence. And I know, it's, I know being intelligent doesn't really have anything to do with a degree at all. It, it honestly doesn't. But I'm just saying for the things that I want to do and the places that I want to go in life, unfortunately, I have to have that piece of paper. 
or that experience. But one thing I could say that I'm thankful for with my current position and my current job is that I'm getting that experience. I'm getting that life experience, that work experience, and I'm getting around needing a degree for everything. Because I can do the job, I'm intelligent, I have the skills, I have the fortitude. It's just sometimes people will rather see on paper that you earn the right to be there. And even though you have the paper, that doesn't mean you earn the right to be there. Like sometimes it doesn't fit. And I'm not talking about my job, I'm talking about life in general. Because I don't know, you know, people's... I haven't been at my job long enough to know people's backgrounds. And I don't make those judgments to say, oh, you don't deserve to be in a position you're in. That's not what I mean. But I'm saying I've seen where people just have that piece of paper and they don't have that experience but they still would get the position because they had that piece of paper and i'm like damn i got positions and i mean i got uh skills and and training and i don't have the piece of paper so i'm not getting the opportunities it's not it's not fair but people work hard for their degrees so they deserve a fair shot at things too so i'm not going to sit up here and say oh you don't deserve that job but it's like I deserved a shot, but just because I didn't have this paper, I didn't get it. The paper, when I say the paper, I mean the degree. But when people get degrees, they work hard for those degrees. So I'm not ever going to knock anybody for having a piece of paper and not having experience. Because getting your degree is not an easy thing. Not only is it expensive, but it takes tenacity, drive, concentration, focus, all of that. It's not easy. So I'm not knocking people who don't have the experience but get the job because they have the piece of paper because they deserve it just like I do. But anybody who's ever been to college knows that it takes a lot to get through it. So I can understand them giving them that job because they feel like the person has what it takes. And yeah, if you've gotten through school, you do, got, you do have what it takes. So that's real. But I'm just thankful to God, the universe, my ancestors that I have opportunities opening up for me because I, I, I appreciate these opportunities I want to take advantage of these opportunities and I'm just thankful to God for these opportunities you you understand so I hope I get the, the chance to continue to show my thankfulness and to continue to grow and continue to thrive I feel like I deserve it. I know I do. I definitely appreciate it. That's for sure. And I want an opportunity to show my appreciation, to show my growth, to show my potential, all of that. I know I can do it and I have it in me and I want to keep being able to show that. It's a blessing to have this job. I feel that really I do. And I feel blessed to have it. And I feel like God was like, listen, you went through enough. But I was preparing you for this. Here. This is what I knew you wanted to do. And knew you were going to be the best at. So you went through hardships. You went through unemployment. You went through suffering. And, and you went through being without it. You went through depression. You went through all this. But it was not without reason. And that's not to say that being a Christian makes means you automatically suffer. That that doesn't mean that. Because these these things happen to people who don't have a certain belief. These things just happen because they're a part of life. 
So I don't want to get too wrapped up in being preachy, 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 preachy and saying, oh, it's Christianity. Because that, that's just part of life as well. But me having my beliefs, I'm going to speak about them. And, you know, that's just what I do. But I'm not trying to preach it on anybody or push it on anybody and say, oh, this is the only thing that's going to get you through. Because I'm sure there's lots of things that will get you through. But whatever you do, just make sure that you believe in yourself. You believe in your skills and talents. And you believe in a higher power blessing you, looking down on you and keeping you. You believe the universe is working in your favor. And best know that your ancestors are definitely looking out for you as well. There are people that came before you. You weren't the first at this. And you're not going to be the last. That paved the way and made things possible for you. On all realms. Earthly and spiritual. So you don't have to be a diehard Christian. And believe in my faith to believe those things. You just got to know those things. That you're not alone in this universe. And you are definitely being sent blessings and protection. And wisdom and everything else and I pray that I get to impart that wisdom in a position that I love like this and able to carry on in that position yes I would love to finish my degree and finish school I have that degree under my belt and go forward to the next degree I would love that you guys but things are not always as possible as they seem but you have to figure out a way to get around it and I have I mean but it really does suck when you know you're intelligent and it's like people doubt it in society not at the job in society as a whole because you don't have that piece of paper and like I said again this isn't a knock on anybody who does you're not wrong for having that and I'm glad and I'm proud of you and I'm glad you have that I am not knocking you for it I wish people would be just a little bit more understanding and give people who don't have that more of a chance sometimes in life though but I'm glad I was able to be given a chance like this I appreciate it and I'm appreciative of it and I pray nothing stands in my way and nothing holds me back from it and I could keep moving forward and keep being blessed. I'm thankful. I'm really humble about it. I know people will get a good position and just be braggarts, but I'm not like that. I'm I'm just humble about it. I really am. And I'm excited for new opportunities and I'm just excited, period. So I'm just like I'm stoked. This is the first time that I've ever been as stoked as at a position as this. And I'm really stoked. And I really, 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 really hope and pray that things continue to flow smoothly and in a better direction for me. It's allowing me to take care of myself, my child, and things that I need to in life. And I'm and I'm grateful for that. So, universe, ancestors, thank you. Thank you so much. I don't really have any updates about doo-wop or anything. Doo-wop is still being doo-wop. Doo-wop is actually acting better. Doo-wop's, um, 
been surprising me a little bit. He has. He seems like he's more open to the idea of actually being a genuine friend to me. And, like, he's just been more open lately. Um, Don't know what that's about, but I am not complaining. I am not complaining about that. I like it. I have no issues with it. And I'm digging it, actually. So, I don't know um, if this is going to be a slow and steady wins the race kind of thing or what. But I ain't complaining. I'm not holding my breath, either. But I'm not just not checking for anybody else right now except Doo-Wop. And that's going to be honest. Um, if somebody else plans to come in and make an impact and change my mind and shift my direction about who I'm pursuing and want to be with then that's I'm well I welcome that and I'm very open about welcoming that because I have mental emotional physical needs I have I'm a woman and I have those type of needs and if they're not being completely met and there is somebody that comes along that wants to completely meet them then so be it and that's what it is and, and cut and dry and in a nutshell but it is so i'm open i'm still very open to love and relationships and 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 things with whoever i feel like i can forge a connection with and that's real and i'm very cautious i'm very um selective so you know it's not just going to be just anybody not anybody who pays attention to me and I'm not going any way the wind blows either. So I have become very, I have started using my discernment. I have used that gift of discernment that God has given me. And I'm just like, yeah, I'm just not checking for everybody. And I'm just observing and watching and being patient and looking and seeing who's really going to be. The one that I'm interested in, who's interested in me as well, and who I'm going to give my energy to. Straight up. I'm not sad about anything, which I like. I'm not depressed. I'm in a calm, collective state. And calm and collected state. And I'm just chilling, basically. That's what I'm doing. I'm chilling, straight up. And I like being zen like this. I like being relaxed and not upset and not heartbroken and not feeling inadequate and not feeling insecure. I like this state I'm in. I can dig and appreciate being in this state. It's peaceful. It is. It is peaceful as hell. I'm not sad, depressed. Thank God for that. Thank the Lord for that. Ain't nobody breaking my heart. And I'm just, I'm in a good spot. Of course, being a human being around other human beings, we always have the potential for that to happen. But right now it's not. And I'm thankful for that. And I know that it's not something I'm going to allow either. So, yeah, that's that's out. We're allowing that to happen. It's a few people sniffing around, but I'm going to see how real they are. I am. 
I'm gonna add my I'm keeping my options open it's like let me see if this makes sense I'm keeping my option open options open while being closed if that makes sense like I'm deciding who's worthy of being let in let into my life let into every every you know letting into my heart everything so we'll see we shall see as the world turns these are the days of our lives and these are the stories of the bold and the beautiful so I have a group of friends that I've known for about 22, 23 years. And we met because we were on this app called Upoc a while ago. And we were in a chat group. That one of our my friends, our friends, excuse me, Richard, created. Now, we didn't know each other from a can of paint. He created a group. It said something about black people and we joined it. We had a blast in there. The group would always get banned because it was always some jealous girl that was mad because he was talking to some other girl or some silly shit. He was young, so you know, he wasn't settled down or tied down to anybody, which is natural and normal. But when you're going through growing pains in life and you don't know any better, you act out about certain things, you know, you don't play it cool. And so the women were being silly. That's not the point though. That's my homeboy. He's like my brother. You know, he's with his woman now. They got kids. They got a family. All that good shit. So that was 20 something years ago. So like, of course we've all grown up. It was about. It was about. The group was pretty big. But it was about. Sharp. Pete. Bobby. Keith. Shaw, me, Kiva. It was about seven of us who stayed close throughout these years. And we've been each other's friends on platforms. We confide in each other. We help each other through rough times. We've seen each other have kids. We've, we know that's Shaw's ass. She always has some kids. But she stopped now. She, we always used to pick her because we, because she has a bunch of kids with her husband and we just say you have too many kids so that's a running joke with us she knows she has a lot of kids you know she loves her kids they're well taken care of they're well mannered you know they're children they're just some people just have a lot of kids and she does i have one and that's fine so you know she's we just always pick her and then we have the black nerd Bobby he likes Star Wars and Yoda we call him black Yoda as a matter of fact um we got Pete Pete is the one I always talk about on here Pete's a producer he does construction he's a foreman you know he's outspoken we battle we argue we debate all of that good stuff that's my boy still we got Kiva that's my homegirl she is a youtuber she does a podcast she's young she's cute quirky 
Now, all of us are cute, though. Now, let me just get that crystal clear. Cute, quirky. She has kids that are adults. Kids that are one kid that's young, still at home. And she's a grandmother of two. So, you know, we're an eclectic bunch. We got, like I said, Rashard. Then there's Keith. We pick at Keith because we tell Keith every year in the church play he's baby Jesus. And, um. Ooh. Excuse me, I'm dropping my mic, guys. It's a running joke between us. And he's a Christian. He's a good person. He's a photographer. He's an accountant. You know, we're people different all walks of life. We're many different backgrounds. But we all are a little family. Um, I didn't forget anybody. I talked about Kiva Shaw. Pete. Rashard, Keith, Keith, I call him my hubby, because we're supposed to get married, but he, neither one of us want to move, it's a joke too, that's a running joke, we've never even been intimate or anything, but uh, that's my, my hubby, I call him, then we have me, you guys know about me, unfortunately, we woke up to the news on Thursday that Bobby had died. Yeah, so we lost Bobby. Bobby had been suffering from some ailments, and we thought he was getting better because he, you know, came in the group, and he was like, he's getting better. He had gotten into a debate with Pete. No big deal, nothing abnormal. So we're like, you know, yeah, look at Bobby. He got all that energy, and, you know, he's debating, and he said he's good. He said he's trying to get his nutrition in order, and he's getting better, and he's healing. Unfortunately, he did not make it. That is Bobby Holland. That has been my homeboy for two decades. Loved the hell out of Bobby. Bobby was like a brother to me. And Bobby is no longer with us. And I'm not happy about it, you guys. It broke my heart. I'm still heartbroken about it. And I'm definitely going to miss him. He was a good person. Had a good heart. Good guy. Deep voice. He kind of, we used to pick at him because he said, he sounded like Tone Loke. <laughs> the, the rare times he would come on to um, a video. And we would see him talking on video. He sounded like Tone Loke. But we would always be happy to see him. Be like, oh, Bobby, where you been? We missed you. Bobby, you can't be disappearing. Like, oh, that's me. I'm the fusser about people disappearing. Bobby, you can't be disappearing. You got to check in. And I'm always one that says, check in, check in. And we realized we hadn't heard from him in a while. Because, you know, the last time we talked to him, he was, you know, in the debate with Pete. And we were like, everybody was, I said, Bobby, check in. Where are you? How are you doing? Because I knew he hadn't been feeling that well. And we realized that he never really responded. He never responded to that. And just the other day on his Facebook, his wife made the announcement that he passed. And it just, it just took me by surprise. It hurt me. I was disappointed. I was sad. 
because like even though I'm in my 40s you just don't expect your friends to pass away one of my other friends just found out she passed away her name was Stacy Stacy passed away probably a week ago two weeks ago I'm not sure what she passed away from I think it was COVID related but it's just it's it's a lot I've never been a fan of people passing away but when my parents passed it was expected I didn't handle that you know well either it wasn't fun either but they were in their 70s so my parents dying not a shocker because they were sick Bobby would go through his sicknesses and he would always pull through so why would we think anything would be different this time with a 43 year old man why wouldn't he pull through you don't expect 43 year olds to pass away and it wasn't that he didn't take care of his health but it made me remind me of i don't take care of mine like i should and that could have very well been me so i need to get on the ball with things in my life it just brought it to the forefront for me and it hit home for me that i don't take care of myself the way i should and i've got to do better it could have very easily been me. I don't discuss other people's medical issues, HIPAA laws. And just out of respect for my people, I wouldn't discuss their medical issues. I only discuss mine. I'm overweight. I've been to the doctors before and they've told me that I'm borderline diabetic. So I've got out of that by having surgery and doing better with that. So I need to stay away from the sugars because I've gotten back into the bad habit of eating too many sugars. Not consuming enough water. Definitely don't get enough exercise. But I don't want to get to the point where I'm old when I do reach old age. And I'm praying God willing and God blessing me to reach old age. Where I'm immobile or my mo loss of mobility. You know, and I'm like looking back and saying, I wish I would have. I'm not going to be that person. I refuse to be that person. So I'm going to formulate my plans to get my health in better conditions. I'm going to do that because I deserve to have a better life and a better health. And I owe it to myself because my body is my temple and I'm the only one that can take care of it. And I need to start doing that. I'm speaking only of myself and nobody else. Because I'm the only one who can take care of myself internally and externally. Not anybody else. And I don't want anybody to have to end up taking care of me. I want to always be able to be the one to take care of myself. When I can't take care of myself, by then I hope that my daughter can and is willing to and doesn't mind. But right now, I don't want anybody to have to take care of me but myself. So I got to do better with my health and I'm going to. Oh, it's so frustrating to know that your friend passed away, that you were, that you loved so much and that you were cool with and you were down with. And I would always say, oh, when I go to Vegas, I'm going to come your way. And I was, but I haven't been to that side of this hemisphere. So I haven't been over there. Pandemic hit, you know, things get in the way. And you don't get a chance to go see people that you love and care about like you want to. 
But I've got family over that way, and I want to see them. I got a new baby cousin. I want to see him. It's just a lot of things. And unfortunately, I lost Bobby before I could go see him. And it sucks. It really does suck. So wherever you are, Bobby, looking down and shining down and not hurting, healed and fully back to your radiant self, save a spot for us up there because when our time comes, we definitely want to join you up there and thank you for being who you were to us. We loved and appreciated you for exactly who you were. You were a good person. And you changed our lives. You touched our lives. You made a difference in our lives. Even just being the person you were. I looked at the last videos we talked about and you were doing things to help me with my car. Because you know I didn't have anybody, I'm single, don't have my dad, and I just was lost and you were helping me. And I get so frazzled when it comes to my car and things that happen with my car. I was just upset and you just helped calm me down and get me situated. I love and appreciate you, Bobby, for the person that you were. You were our black Yoda. You were our friend. You were our everything. And I'm always going to love you. Rest in peace, Bobby. Fuck it all tonight. And don't tell me to shut up. When you know you talk too much. But you don't got shit to say. I want you out of my head. I want you out of my bedroom tonight. There's a way I can say it. Well, that's my show for today, family. Again, I'm extending my appreciation to you for being here with me. Make sure you subscribe to this podcast and follow or like me on other platforms that I've listed in the description box below. And share, share, and share, because even if you can't benefit from this podcast today, Perhaps someone else can. And I'm out of here. Until then, you guys take care of yourselves. Peace.